Welcome to the latest episode of the Avoiding Chores podcast. I'm your host, Jim Sear, and this podcast is about outdoor recreation, gadgets, stuff that occurs on avoidingchores.com, and what I've been doing to avoid chores over the last few days. All right, let's start with a round of Q&A. This is um, I'm answering comments. They are left on my YouTube channel, all the various videos, or you can go to avoidingchores.com or gps.training to see most of them. Sorry, right, let's start here. Don't know if this is a sarcastic comment. It's from Ben Dover. He says here, why didn't you explain any of the info for each hole? And this is on my Vivo Active 4 Golf. So I didn't show exactly deep dive into every single element of the golf course, uh, par three, par four, distance to pin and all that stuff. And this is something actually on a serious note, I tend to do once in a while. Sometimes I opt not to go into full detail. I basically just go, I hover at a certain point, uh, trying to focus more on how to get to that point. And once you're there, then, you know, hopefully you can figure it out. I don't play golf, so, you know, knowing that info maybe wasn't that important to me. But at least the purpose of that video was to actually show how you can actually download the activity, get the golf courses, and actually use that activity on your Vivo Active 4. Ladio uh, says here, um, he says here on my Garmin eTrex 22X how to plan a route video. It says your menu shows the option elevation plot. But on his eTrex 30 with software 3.0, option is not shown. I can just plot the elevation of tracks that I just walked, but I don't know how to plot a plan route and can't find a solution online. Has anybody been able to do this on the 30 or 32X only? <clears throat> I don't think he's quite understanding the purpose of the video. The video itself is planning a route, and that is that's how you can do that. Uh, I To his comment here, he can only plot elevation tracks that he just walked. Well, that is the purpose of your track manager is that you capture elevation data. That's part of it. So what you're doing with your route, or at least if you're if you're reviewing a track that you've walked, uh, you get GPS data to show that. If you're just planning a route, well, you're planning it online. You, you don't necessarily have that elevation plot. Now, there is a way if you were on the desktop software, remember, if you have certain maps or certain software, like, for example, when you're doing running races, they give you the elevation chart. Now, that's a planned route. Now, uh, whether or not you can do, do something like that online, uh, maybe not possible. It really depends on the type of map. And I remember doing this when I was uh, building the uh, my Nova Scotia hiking trail guide uh, ebook. Uh, back in the day, I wanted to add a panel. I had all this GPS data. What I wanted to do was extract from that GPX data the elevation so I can plot uh, the, the elevation chart. And that was uh, ridiculously difficult. Uh, the data was there, but when you're planning routes, uh, you're probably limited to that functionality. But uh, there is probably a way if you have to get deep down into GIS software, you can probably uh, get into that. Actually, that's probably the, the way to go. Go get uh, QGIS, which is an open source GIS mapping program, uh, download the raw shape files of an area, and then when you 
uh, create a track, you should be able to extract that kind of stuff. I think. I think so. Good question, though. All right, Brandon Boer Lover. Oof. He's commented on my Apple Watch, uh, how to pair listen to music. Uh, he's trying to get Spotify on the Apple Watch, uh, but the headphones are not coming up. Well, basically, you got to put it into pairing mode, and I, it's best to try to turn off every anything else that uses or trying to pair to the Apple Watch, computer, iPhone, all that other stuff, uh, so that you only have one signal uh, or one, you're pairing one headphone to one device. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Jim, uh, he, he commented that uh, he appreciated the Kodiak Canvas truck tent overview setup because he has the same truck and deck system. So answered some of his questions. You're welcome. And that's about it for Q&A this week. Well, might as well do an update on the COVID on the lockdown situation. I think I mentioned a couple things last few weeks, but for us, we've been uh, sending the little one to her after school care or summer camp now. Uh, that has been uh, a world of difference for us. We send her about three times a week and uh, her mood is a lot better. Our mood is a lot better. I cannot fathom people who are trying to work and manage their kids and what more on top of that, I've been seeing more and more articles online lately about workplaces putting their foot down to say, as of this date, you're not, you're not allowed to take care of your kids at home while you're working from home, which is absolutely crazy. Now, obviously, how's that going to work, right? I mean, until things happen with schools and daycares and, and reducing that load, their people are not going to be able to do it, right? Same thing with people who may not be able to work full-time but have to go to one of the slowly opening businesses. I mean, there's still going to have to be some flexibility, and I think that's very cold-hearted of some organizations to suddenly put their foot down. You can work from home, but you can't take care of your kid. Well, then do something about my kid then, right? So that's unfortunate we have something like that. Uh, today, July 3rd, is the big bubble day. This is the Atlantic Bubble. This is where New Brunswick, Nova Scotia, Prince Edward Island, Newfoundland, and Labrador can uh, cross the border and without having to quarantine. And as expected, there is ridiculous <laughs> backups. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at Twitter right now and I'm seeing all the, the calamity that you have at the border entry points here. Um, yeah, there's a lot of families, a lot of grandparents, a lot of uh, kids, uh, a lot of vacation plans, like they want to get out. And um, yeah, so it'll be interesting to see what kind of craziness is going to happen. I know the girls want us to uh, go to Prince Edward Island in the next little while, but hopefully we can judge a time where it's going to be a good time to cross over in a week or two. And then uh, what else we got going on? Well, there's also uh, the the comment here that uh, the border to the U.S. is closed. However, that hasn't been preventing people from the states to come into Canada. I think we've all heard about the Banff uh, people uh, narking on Americans who say that they were going to Alaska but decide to take a four-day trip through Banff first or lie or whatever they need to do. Uh, overall impressions, same thing around here is people don't want to see outsiders. Right? 
we've kind of flattened the curve. Things are slowly opening up. I'm seeing more and more cars on the road. Uh, I tend to try to go to downtown Halifax every couple days just to drive through it, just to see what's going on, or, you know, I just need a break and I just drive. Uh, I'm seeing more people downtown. Things are slowly getting back, and I think a lot of people uh, don't want to regress, you know, as we're seeing in places like Texas and Florida and Arizona, where it's just craziness. Uh, you know, you're just, you know, you're starting to think that, you know, there's going to be bubbles, multiple bubbles coming up for places who have keep it under control, like New York, New Jersey, Connecticut. You have uh, Maine, New England, uh, Maine, New Hampshire, Vermont. They have their bubble. You know, you might have a Western bubble at some point. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I think uh, it's going to be really... We're not done yet, folks. I don't think we're done yet to this stuff. Avoiding chores. I have been buying stuff for the last few months uh, because I haven't been going anywhere. That's one thing. Also, uh, manufacturers are producing quite some nice uh, value propositions online. So I've been taking advantage of some stuff. And uh, also, I figured uh, to talk about some of these purchases that I've been using for the last little while. And of course, some of these have been uh, a few months before lockdown but uh, I really been enjoying these products and quickly want to mention uh, one of these. Uh, today I'm going to feature the Leatherman Free T4 multi-tool. This is part of the new Leatherman Free line. Uh, they've kind of redesigned uh, pocket knives and plier system or multi-tools uh, to basically work on I don't want to say magnets, but the whole philosophy here is that you can open every tool with one hand, which is uh, very convenient. So I had picked up the T4 actually back in the fall, and I didn't get a lot of chance to uh, to use it because I was on the plane most of the time. But uh, since uh, I would say uh, February, uh, end of February, I've been using it uh, quite often, and I'm feeling uh, very confident about this tool, and I'm actually very, 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 very happy with this tool. It comes in a bunch of different colors, actually. There's new colors available. You can get the regular silver, but they got green, blue, red on the main body. And basically, this looks like, well, it looks like a stick of gum, you know, a pack of Juicy Fruit, you know, the small pack, you know, cigarette kind of size, Juicy Fruit container. But yeah, you're looking at something around this size. Uh, you have uh, the following tools. You got the uh, the knife, features 1020 HC uh, steel, which is not a bad steel. Actually, the knife is not too too bad. Hard carbon stainless steel, uh, easily maintained. Uh, yeah, yeah, easily maintained. I sharpen it uh, once in a while. Can hold the edge uh, pretty good. Uh, it has spring action scissors, which is a very uh, useful tool that I use a lot. And I do value the Leatherman scissors. I think they're actually pretty good. On most of the multi-tools, I've had a Leatherman. And I've had quite a few after a while. Uh, we also have a pry tool. So when you're opening up a uh, paint can or leveraging, pulling out nails, that kind of stuff, uh, that has worked uh, fairly good. We have a package opener. So this is part of the uh, pry tool. You have a little blade kind of size so you can open up uh, your Amazon packages with that. 
have an awl so you can puncture canvas, leather, or wood uh, to create or enlarge holes. So this is the thing that you kind of dig in and you kind of drill the hole in. Uh, we got a bottle opener, which I can attest it works. Works just fine. Uh, we also have a wood and metal file uh, that you can use. That I don't use quite a lot. Actually, I don't use that at all, to be quite honest with you. Uh, however, on the bottle opener, we have the Phillips screwdriver. And then on the pry tool, we have a medium screwdriver, a flathead screwdriver. And then uh, on the all we have, or on the file, we have the small screwdriver. And finally, on the all, we have the extra small screwdriver. And uh, depending on the situation, that extra small screwdriver can fit in Robinson, or that Canadian screw head, that square head screw can go in there when you don't have that Robinson. So I've done that, and that's been holding up pretty good so it is um pretty nice it looks thicker i mean but it's it's pretty much the same uh, tools that you would find on the swiss army knife uh, uh camper i believe um but this is a very interesting uh package uh the belt clip i think is fantastic and uh, yeah, I, I, I'm really happy that I'm using this too. So if you're interested in that, go check that out on Leatherman.com. Uh, they do have a few other items here. They got the, the K2, which is a longer blade knife. The K2X, uh, which is the, the longer blade but has the scissors. So that's a big difference there. Uh, again, comes in different colors uh, that I just mentioned. You also have the, the standard Leatherman multi-tool multi plier style. That's available. They got the, the P2 and the P4. So just remember that those mean that's the layer of the tool. So the P2 has two layers of tools, has 19 tools. The P4 has uh, four layers, so 21 tools. And looking at the, the rundown here, uh, those are those are pretty interesting looking. And uh, yeah, I mean, that's, that's it. So if you're ever looking for a Leatherman tool or looking for something for... Father's Day, for husbands, or a graduation gift, or what have you. And I can say that the free T4 is a very strong candidate. Uh, retails for about $80 Canadian. So, yeah, uh, definitely worthwhile. Definitely worthwhile. So, the thing we've been doing lately during the lockdown has been building our home office again latest thing that we purchased was a printer and it's so funny we didn't have a working printer in the house for I don't know how many years now my wife had picked up this cheap Canon copier thingamabob and I forget the reason why we had bought it it barely worked uh, with Mac so it took quite a bit of flex to try to get that thing to figure out how to get it to print it was very cumbersome and we just relied basically to print once in a while at work but since everything kind of moves to PDF electronically we had really less and less need to actually print something you know if you really needed to print a pdf but you just add an electronic signature those things are good there's a law for electronic signatures across 30 something countries now that that is a valid legal document so anyway but we actually needed um, a printer and i walked out and i uh, i had no idea what we, what what we could get at the market i mean the house itself it's mostly iPads and iPhones and and there's one Mac Mini down in the basement, but we spend most of our time up here. So anyway, I picked up this uh, Walmart. I picked up this HP DeskJet 3755, and the important thing I was looking at 
was in the app store icon, Wi-Fi, and, and basically basic print functions. Well, geez, I unpacked this thing, and this thing is the best. I love this thing. So this is uh, obviously this print, it scans, it copies, and also prints from the web. So basically, this is Wi-Fi enabled. So uh, very simple process. You download an app on your phone, and you basically get it to join your local Wi-Fi. And you sign up for HP print services. And I wasn't aware about this. This may be, this may be been out for like five years, and this is new to me. But anyway, uh, it's cloud connected. You can register a unique email address, so you can actually forward documents via email to the printer, and it's fantastic. So we just happened to have uh, the little one's report card that you know, that was one thing we wanted to print. So we forward the PDF to this email address, and within 30 seconds, this printer started going. So it's not the fanciest printer, and the quality is all right. Uh, it also has a scanning function. And, uh, and everything's done via the app, you know, either uh, iPhone or iPad. So what we've been doing lately now, because we're, we, we're, well, we're doing the house stuff and we're scrambling through documents, trying to find stuff, and returns and statements and all that stuff. So I said, you know what, let's just do some document management and uh, anything important. We just scan it, PDF it, put it in the cloud, you know, put it in our shared uh, iCloud folder and, you know, Bob's your uncle. So this is what we've been doing lately. And it's hilarious that it's slowly coming to, to this part. And of course, once we, we get settled uh, in the new house in a, in a few months here, we'll you know probably have to look at other options that we can uh, do to build the home office right now. But uh, anyway, that is crazy. Printers, who would have known? And that's it for this week for another episode of the Avoiding Chores podcast. Hopefully it's been uh, somewhat interesting here this week. If you like to uh, send me some feedback or a comment or a question, you can actually uh, send me a voice message. Just go to anchor.fm slash avoiding chores and there's a little leave message link there and you can record a message and if it's uh, appropriate, I'll uh, put it on the podcast or I can just answer the question anyway. If you want to check out the latest content uh, on avoidingchores.com, you can just open up your browsers there. YouTube-wise, uh, there's some. Uh, I've been doing some live walks on uh, Sunday, so live streams usually on Sunday mornings. I usually find a nice hiking trail with good uh, cell phone reception and kind of do a walk along. Uh, use my little Steadicam uh, to get a pretty good picture. And the last few weeks has been uh, pretty good. So, you know, if you're waking up on a Sunday morning early. And I don't have much to do. Well, you know, I'm most likely streaming. Uh, otherwise, uh, there's some content that I've been uploading to the folks at Zolio. And uh, you can check that out in the next uh, couple weeks. Other than that, folks, we'll uh, see you guys next time.